Kevin O'Brien here, the FF Engineer. I host the Fantasy Football Engineering Podcast, where I bring on a guest each week to discuss a wide range of topics, all to apply practical knowledge in order to design, research, build, and maintain your dynasty rosters for now and beyond. I borrow brilliance from each guest and share how I leverage many different areas of expertise to accomplish a common goal of competing all year round. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. Do you have the time to listen to me grind? Take down the film watchers and nerds all at once. When the mask's not adding up, you said I'm checking it out. I'm just fine. Welcome to the crowd. Doodle doodle. Right, that's it for the handle. All started not with the gamer tag. That one. Nope, you're good. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I didn't think I would anyone would ever know me, so I probably would have chosen something different. But it was my gamer tag on Xbox, and so I just went with that. You know. See, that's that's already I feel owned because I spent a long time. I decided I was going to engage in this world. I didn't expect to do anything or at least even be replied to. But I was like, I suck at usernames and gamer tags. And when you had to name your character, I came up with things like Dave. And it was not good. Yeah. It was not good. So I was like, no, man, you got to, you got to, like all these, like FF Eliminator, you got to come up with a good one. And I spent forever thinking about it. And then I gave up and I was like, just my name. I'm just going to write my freaking name. And then I got tired halfway through. And I was like, if I put a Y on the end of that, that's kind of a, okay. And that's how I ended up with mine. And uh, yours is better. And you put less like... thought into it. I mean, it was years ago and I was very arrogant and thinking that it was cool to not have a number or anything else, you know, which it doesn't matter. But at the time when I was probably 16, it did. So I don't know. That's Ooh. where we are. Uh, on the second time, I take a decent amount of pride in the fact that I don't have an, I don't have a number uh, on my handle. So you just took that right away too. And so far <laughs> enjoying, enjoy, no, um, yeah, we, uh, I tried to explain this to you before I click record and I got it badly then. So I'm not going to go back to the pool metaphor and fishes swimming because even I lost track of what I was trying to say, but we talk on a lot of the same podcasts and to a lot of the same people, but I never find myself directly talking to you. And so I decided to try and fix that because uh, you entertain, entertain? Yes, entertain. That's what I just invented. And it means entertain the crap out of me uh, constantly. Um, and honestly, I I couldn't put you in a box and I like putting people in boxes. That's where they belong. They need to be stereotyped and perfectly categorized in my, I guess. And I was like, I don't know. Like uh, you do TikToks, which are just hilarious. If anyone likes to laugh, check out Kudududul's TikTok um, or Twitter, which is where I see them. And um, you're really into fantasy football. I really enjoy uh, interacting with you or seeing you interact with other people uh, on there um, a lot. Um, but outside of that, I also saw like one video of you of live streaming a game and you just said that was your game attack. So is that your primary thing? Is that what you do? Is that like your default and fantasy football is just like a, a thing that uh, came along? Or I don't know. I wasn't like really big on social media or anything. And I think quarantine kind of threw me into it, honestly. Like I, I think I started like a year ago on Twitter and it was literally because I was stuck at home with a two year old and I. I don't know, I guess was searching for something to just engage in, you know? And so I did that and didn't expect anything to come of it. And 
I mean, joined some leagues, met some people, and here we are. So didn't expect this world that we're on. But I mean, when you say you can't fit me in a box, I don't know if this is why, but I really don't know or ever have a plan. If it makes me laugh, I do it. And that's really, like, if I'm having fun, I do it. And if I'm not, I don't do it. So that's really kind of where I draw the line. So if your video just cuts off halfway through this, we, we know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, you'll know. Exactly to... <laughs> no, Emma. <laughs> And I was trying to be funny there. Like, I don't believe in boxes or stereotypes, but literally I had no, we, we, I typically have a decent idea of what someone is into or what they uh, like to talk about, whether it's BMI, Twitter, or whether they like to talk about analytics or film, or just they love a particular team or they just like fantasy football in general. And I was like, I honestly don't know. I watched this lady uh, do TikToks way too much not to have any idea of what she's into. <laughs> And then that one of you, and I can't even remember what game you were playing, but there was a, and I don't know games. I, I just don't. Uh, I play one pre, badly. Like and no, it seemed like a horror game and it was just the yeah, opening yeah. menu and you were doing little something else nightmares. hilarious. That sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so she's a gamer as well. I didn't even know that. Uh, I thought you were just I mean, like. For fun. Yeah. Not, that's not like, I wouldn't identify as it, but I do it for fun. We get into Warzone, and that was again through quarantine. We couldn't go out and hang out with friends anymore, so we would just play, you know, Call of Duty and hang out with our friends on there. So it just kind of evolved. Ah, okay. So I got you. I got. I got. I, I found your box. You're a popular person with because you have friends no, and you hang out no. with them. Got it? No. 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 You see, you're gonna say I'm not really, but anyone with a friend that would hang out with them is, you know, it's like relative popularity to me. <laughs> <laughs> That oh, you're one of those people. Like people enjoy your company. Okay, got it, got it, got you it. You got to think too, Louisiana. <laughs> we are our social lives revolve around like eating events or drinking events or festivals or whatever. So things are very like food centrically social, I guess. So we would go to dinners a lot. We would you know have people over for a gumbo, whatever. And so that was kind of our social life for a while. Especially as parents, you're not as crazy. But, um, but yeah, so it wasn't like we could ha make a gumbo and have 15 of our friends over to just eat gumbo and talk, you know, so it turned into playing games. Weird, weird casual flex. You know, we have 15 people over oh, regularly God. after okay, I just, five, talk, three, like, I whatever. just, I just live in here and the only people that speak to me are my family. <laughs> well, <laughs> and that's because I mean... they're forced to by law and it's okay. <laughs> I'm not looking for you. Like, it's okay. No, I know. I know. I know what I am. It's fine. It's just now I know, understand. You gotta learn uh, to make a gumbo there. I'm telling you, people will just flock there. You just make a meaty gumbo and they come. That's all you like. Well, I live in Kentucky. There. People, people love their food here too. They just mostly, you know, fry it. Um, that yeah. that was one of my first observations here. Like, if it could be eaten, it can be fried. And sometimes, if it can't be eaten, it can be fried. It turns out, like, you can just fry something yeah. just just for the hell of it. Like they fry steak here. That's a thing. Oh. Like, why oh, would yeah. you do that to well, a steak? Yeah. I don't I know. I mean, it the crunchies, right? It's good. We have not found a subject yet. Um, <laughs> huh. I like uh, but things. you do play. You do play fantasy football. Yes. <laughs> so yes. you know I that's play fantasy football. That's something. There's a. I mean, you you have friends, so we have nothing in common there. You're funny, so we have nothing in common there. <laughs> People like spending time with you, so we're struggling here. But you do play fantasy, and so we has we we have some common ground there. And you said you just started um, playing in Dynasty League, so right, like yeah. recently or last year, or. Um. So basically, I've played in just like regular, uh, standard leagues for I don't even know now, maybe since 2014. And I mean, when I'm telling you, I was getting cocky. Like 
these home leagues. I didn't know about Twitter world. I didn't know about dynasty. And I'm like in four, five leagues. And every year I'm winning one or two of them. And I'm like, I'm good at this stuff. Like I know what I'm doing. And then in April of last year, I get into this, you know, world of Twitter and I'm like, oh God, what is a super flex? What is dynasty? What is, what is a team? No, 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 no. Don't let, don't let him bamboozle you. That's a John Bosch trick. You see, he keeps throwing (laughs) out more and more complex rules to eventually you feel like you don't, but they're just making it more complicated. They're not better at playing the regular stuff. It is complicated. I thought I had it down. Never play in a John Bosch league because it's really well ran, but it's way, way more complicated than it needs to be, John, John Bosch. I need, I need my there. ego up here. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, I right? That's what me. this game is for, to stomp on people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, the biggest thing that I've learned is, so as I was bragging on myself earlier about how I would win every year, multiple leagues, all this stuff, in those leagues, this one year that I was on Twitter, didn't win one. And I I let the hive mind and the hype and the, I let that all get in my head and I made some silly waiver wire picks. I made some silly trades. Now look, get, don't get me wrong. I've made some dumb decisions in the past without Twitter. I well, you are on this home. podcast. It's, it's clear. <laughs> but like, <laughs> they won't let me live it down. I drafted Patrick Mahomes his first year. Didn't mm-hmm. know who he was. Cause yet again, I don't know rookies. Right. And I dropped him before week one. I was like, I don't know who this dude is. I don't have time for this. And I, yeah. So it's like things like that. I just, I make mistakes, but I definitely got caught up in listening to everyone too much this year, as much as everyone's smarter than me in redraft. I don't know. Like you said, it's, it's a different game. It's a different thing. No, I I think especially in redraft, um, the smarter people are almost at a disadvantage. They overthink themselves a little bit. And there's an advantage in dynasty to having more of a redraft mentality. Still, it's one of the few things we can actually gain an edge on. It's like, hey, you know, you're going to start players next week, right? Yeah, but in four years, like, I don't know you're going to be here in four years. <laughs> not, not, that's not a threat. I just in general, life happens. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster happens or um, yeah. Robert Griffin III happens or Andrew Luck happens or Kevin Johnson's like, nah, bro. For me, it doesn't because I'm not so deep into it. But like, does it ever get to a point where you're losing interest in just the joy of football? Like, and I I mean that from the stance of like, I kind of get into it sometimes when I'm rooting for people and not necessarily teams anymore. You know what I mean? Like, do you get to that point or not really? Are you just... Well, that's where I started. I I, I came into it from a... Like, I came into the sport through fantasy football. Before that, being from England, like, I thought of it as a silly game that gives you four tries to do something and there's no fluidity to it, man. And those guys can't even don't have any stamina because they're just due to short, sharp sprints. that's so funny. And that's typically the meme on... And I actually... I mean, not not, not to tell you you're wrong, but but you're wrong because I would prefer... I like... (laughs) Like teams are like the broom that has lasted 20 years because they've changed their handle three times and their head four times. It's like a team isn't a thing. It's not a person. I, I prefer rooting for people. So yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, I'm just no, but that's, no, that's a good perspective. That's a good perspective. I'm not coming into it like long-term so that, no, I get what you're saying. I'm coming more from a place of like, I would root for the saints like all day long and then i get into fantasy and i'm like ooh, but i would love it if i know what you mean yeah. famous winston you know like i would love it if cam newton and it's like ooh, who am i actually rooting for at this point you know no, i get it um and teaming is bad and wrong and you're horrible for thinking it but also it's wonderful and great and it's good to have a community and sense of 
for fun and not an actual war, but for a fun game, like, oh, me against you, but we're really friends. I, 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 that's wonderful, too. And it, it is weird when you're kind of rooting for your team, but only by three points. Like, can we not get a touchdown here? That's, can where, we like, just... that's where the joy yeah. comes in because you're just like, oh, I can remember being in the stands at Saints games and we're down by like 20 points and there's two minutes left. And my husband's like, all we need is just an onside <laughs> kick and this. And I'm just like, are you insane? And he's like, but that's we, it can happen. And I'm like, can it though? It just gives this false sense of hope and it's almost beautiful, you know? Um, I guess the other reason I don't, I, I like you're right, but I, I, it, for me, as an as a fake nerd um fantasy is somewhat more separated out like there's no sporting event as boring a person this is i'm really a boring person that you can't zone me out to like golf i have literally sat down there and don't tell jake innocence he loves golf so i like to pretend it's stupid but um <laughs> like i have sat down snooker if like golf's popular these days apparently because mm -hmm. of betting it's like, but no one likes snooker right the oh is that is that an american game America know that word like pool but with more balls oh, no, I don't <laughs> so know that is. no it's 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 very dry and um <laughs> it's golf but on a very small table <laughs> with a know. long view are you do you identify as like rooting for any team no are you I no? literally I mean you get certain preferences like I kind of love some of the moves the Colts have made recently I like their moves in player management and I can't manage I, th I think that GM's actually pretty good at his job and it's rare to be able to say that about a, a professional football um executive level position and uh, I think Baltimore is exceptionally well managed has been for a really long time and the Colts actually play not so far away from me and I'd love to love Cincinnati because that's the closest team to me but boy are they cheap my favorite thing though is whenever trades happen and I just go to Twitter just to watch people go insane. Like people are mad, people are excited. I just love, that's one of my favorite, like I guess it's a guilty pleasure is just seeing when Twitter explodes in a bad way. Like they're like, how is this happening? You know, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it so much because I'm not that invested. Like I have yeah. my few teams that I root for and I have like interest, but man, whenever trades happen and people think it's like unexpected, they go wild on Twitter. So that's one of my guilty pleasures. Like, I think one of the reasons we end up becoming obsessed with fantasy football is because I genuinely think most human beings, e e even some that, you know, I really disagree with, uh, are just genuine people trying to do their best. And we're trying to be reasonable human beings, like our whole life. And so we need things where we get to strut a little bit. <laughs> like yeah, you're not no, trying to be a reasonable right. human being, you know? It's like, ha ha ha, yeah. I got you. I beat There's you in fantasy football. There's something cathartic in it, right? No, um... I'm, I'm mostly lost in all human interaction. I, I, I prefer my spreadsheets cold, unfeeling, true. No, I can't pull that off either. Um, um, rookies, I guess, because this is a football podcast. So this is, is this your first off season in Dynasty when you have Dynasty this Leagues? Is, so this is my first time ever doing Dynasty Leagues. I did them about a month ago, a, a couple of them. First time ever interacting with anything in the off season. I was always excited to start texting my friends like, hey, are you right, going to be right, in the right. league again next year? You know, and I do that, that a little I, that too I, early. I understand yeah, and that. People would look at me like I'm weird. <laughs> They're like, it's June. I'm like, I know, but okay. But like, are you ready? And then like, <laughs> I just need to know. Yeah. And so I'm. this is cool. But um, rookie, I've never done it. And I'm going to be 100% just printing out or looking at cheat sheets from Dynasty Nerds and everyone on here because I have no clue what's going on. Well, that's that. interesting because you literally just 
pointed out you'd learn one of the hardest lessons, which is you let too many people get in your head. Other opinions are good. Other information is good. But at the end of the day, you got to form your own opinion and not let them get in want, your head too far. I don't watch college. I don't watch college. That's what I was going to ask. So how are you going to go about learning from other people, but not letting them get in your head too much well, to make your own call? With rookies, everything's off the table. I'm learning 100% and I'm taking what they tell me and I'm just rolling with it. But when it comes to like the leagues that I've already in and been in for years, I need to trust my trust my gut a little more this year than just listening to like dropping that money on Dernis Johnson, you know, and you know, that I fell into some bad some bad loops with that. So the hype gets a little too loud in my head. No, you just need to default to the excuses there. Most rookies hit. I took my shot. I like the upside. The landing spot sucked and variance happened. That's uh, I normally just say, you know, reality disagreed with the facts and there's not much I can do with that. There you go. So, you there know, um, Jalen Rager is still good, even though reality disagrees. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's just the case. <laughs> um, but wh- who's giving you? You said you're going to take what they give you, which I realize out of context is probably a bad thing to quote back at this point. <laughs> But what, who's giving? Where are you getting your rankings from, or how are you gonna so like players if you're in the day, not ready? Before this last season, it was Reddit. I was on Reddit. They had this thing called beer sheets, which I hear no one talk about here. But it was something lit, lit, called. Lit, lit, lit. No, I've never yeah. been on Reddit. I have no idea. Oh, oh okay. Well, <laughs> I'm just was, on Twitter. I'm very it was old. Called beer sheets, and it basically <laughs> was just a lot of numbers and colors, and it had players at positions that were like. It, it pretty much was the basics of why you don't draft a quarterback early and do all these things in a redraft. That's and neat. that was kind of what I followed and it had numbers to support it and it all made sense to me. And that was my big thing. And then this year, like with rookies and dynasty and stuff, I don't know. I've, I'll listen to the hype a little bit. There's a few people that I trust that I think are deep into it, but um, I don't know. I really don't know what I'm going to do, Peter. No, like, I'm I think lost. That- I think that's about where you should be, especially before the draft. To be yeah, honest with you, because yeah. we don't even know where they're going to play. Most rookies don't do anything, like you just pointed out. Mm-hmm. Running backs do it a little bit more often, which, again, out of context, probably should stop saying things. But then it's um, like CEH. Like, there's so many that I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know about that. The experience is sometimes different in hindsight. Like, um, like CEH was literally the only running, only rookie running back we could start for the majority of the season. Like they yeah. were unstartable till yeah, the Taylor end. Taylor and Acres. So, I mean, late. yeah, it wasn't what we wanted, but at least he was somewhat useful, I guess. Yeah. That's me defending my CEH's running backs <laughs> one slash two. I couldn't decide between the two. <laughs> but um, no, I think you're right. You always just find opinions you respect and try to balance them with what you think is the best you got. I was just wondering if you had like a site or an ADP that you default to. Cause oh, honestly, no. that's one of the things I found. If, if, if you don't have those opinions, like honestly, like DLF ADP is only through six marks, but I mean, it's hitting at about an average rate. <laughs> yeah. And so if you don't have your own process or someone you trust, I mean, you could do worse than just to trust ADP. I refuse to, cause I will not draft the contrary bro. I will not do it. Sorry. Flashbacks. But <laughs> if you have some source of where most people are taking players, that's honestly fine, I think. Yeah, and it's one of those things, like, in my real job, when you look at research, you want different – you don't want just one source, right? You want different things. So it's like <laughs> I never look at just one thing. I want to see what everyone's saying and then kind of figure it out from there. But we'll see if that works this year. I don't know. So very lost, but also Devontae Smith and Strawberries. And you, yeah. you like me, and I think that's why you hit me right right in the sense of humors. 
um, love to make fun of like popular, weirdly exaggerated arguments like Devontae Smith is too small. And because um, maybe he is, but he was really good being too small in college, apparently. <laughs> so maybe maybe we're going a little hard in the paint for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. But do you have... Now, you said no, so I shouldn't ask. But do you have rookies you like at all? Or you suspect you might like when um, it all gets said and done? I did a video I did a video a few months ago based on their Twitter, and I ranked them. <laughs> okay. And I ranked Jamar Chase as number one back when people weren't doing that because oh. he said he likes soup. And I made this – this is a really stupid video, as usual. But he had this tweet about how he likes soup, and he was my number one. And then all of a sudden, people were like, Jamar Chase, number one. I'm like – okay maybe i know what i'm doing but no i'm kidding i obviously don't but no i mean no I'm no the soup index is underrated frankly not <laughs> not enough people are paying attention to the dietary <laughs> needs of nfl players and i think that's a misread edge but it's crazy because i'm from louisiana and i mean if you if i hadn't looked it up i wouldn't have known who was coming out of lsu this year i would right. have had no idea so it's just one of those things i don't know i'm just Maybe one day I'll be into college, but I just don't. I, I have too much brain, like, just spread about that I can't also segment now college people and college games. I just can't do it. So, That's fair. Yeah. Um, all right, you've you've decided, learned, experienced that you shouldn't let people get in your head um, too much mm -hmm. for dynasty. Who does that apply to in the NFL that's actually played? Like players are already in the NFL. Is there someone you are lower on because people convinced you of, but now you think maybe I should go back to my original opinion? Like you're a little yeah. higher now than some people that's have told a good you to be. Question. I don't know. I feel like I feel like when it comes to to players and I have a problem where if they burned me in a previous year or they won me a few weeks. I have a bad, and I'm aware of it, but I have a bad, um, like, you know how they say, you know how they say that who you are at like age six or seven is kind of who you'll be, like it's ingrained in you. I feel like that's how it is with me and fantasy players. Like who they were for those first four to six weeks is who they're going to be. So like Kenny Galladay, when he didn't play, I mean, he's a good player, but I'm like, why weren't you on the field? Or <laughs> Russell Wilson and, and Chris Carson, when they were killing it those first few weeks mm -hmm. last year, I don't see the bad games that they had at the end of like, I'm like, no, I want Russell Wilson. I want Chris Carson this year. And so I get, I don't know what it is, but I just get like soaked up in those narratives and those endorphins that they give me or the hate that they give me. And I can't get rid of it. And so that's probably a flaw that I have, but. Oh no, I, I have similar things. Like if there are rookies that I don't like, like Terrence Marshall this year, I'm not a big fan of Terrence Marshall. It's not that I don't think he could be good. I just don't think he looks as good as, few players other people would rank above him which is saying it mildly but there you go and um <laughs> so even if he turns out to be great like uh chase claypool brandon Ayuk, justin jefferson year one i'm always gonna remember i'm not meant to like you <laughs> so yeah. i'll always like i have a hard time like terry mcclellan i only just accepted yeah he's probably pretty good because <laughs> i didn't yeah. like him as well back I when know. And that bias carries, I try to get better, but I can't. I'm a natural hater, and I think we should do what comes naturally. Yeah, and like I know you said earlier that like you try to <laughs> fit it in so you can brag about yourself or whatever, but I don't know if that's <laughs> – but is that always it? I don't know. Like I think genuinely we convince ourselves to believe it. Like, oh, that was just a fluke. You know, I think we do convince ourselves. Well, we have to uh, – I was trying to talk about this on uh, a video I made recently, Casual Flex. Um <laughs> 
about how at some point, even the most process-driven, like the smartest people looking at the bestest things, which is like a four-year-old talking, but yeah, that's me at heart. So um, at some point it comes down to how you put it all together, how you read what happened, an interpretation yeah. or what I typically call a narrative. And we all kind of have to do it. We're talking, uh, I have a Discord now, Casual Flex, um, where some smarter nerd was in my Discord explaining something nerdy. Like, I need more regular people in my Discord because everyone in there is, like, smarter than me and keeps explaining things, <laughs> and it's very upsetting. Um, but, and uh, they were saying, oh, but, you know, what it can't do is tell you who's going to play well or badly, and so by projecting using this regression to the mean thing, you're still going to get a lot wrong. And I was like, Okay, so to unnerd that, it doesn't know who's going to play well and who's going to play badly. Yeah. Like, I don't, and that's kind of the issue. No matter how good you are at math, like at the end of the day, you don't know who's just going to David Montgomery. And everyone right now know. wants to rely on his schedule. But I'm like, really? Maybe he just played out his skin for five games and won't mm -hmm. do it again or will do it for another 12. We, we're really. We're, no, we are actually Nostradamus. We're making predictions about the future, and we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But David Montgomery, know. he's the perfect example because so many people hated on him, myself included, that it's like, I don't know, was it the schedule? Or, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't put another running back in and say that just because the schedule's easy because you have these other guys that might have had one good game against a, a crappy defense, but then they couldn't do anything the following week, even if it was a semi-poor defense you know what i mean like right. i don't know i don't know like and uh, the numbers are important but god i don't know and you know it's a narrative when we only listen to it because it confirms what we want to think and that's mm -hmm. fine because eventually you have to make your argument my argument's better than yours obviously but <laughs> we're all doing the same thing and i can respect that because justin jefferson i hate to say it did what he did against easy competition if you want to look at strengths of schedule so D d is he maybe not Calvin Johnson? I didn't say that. He's clearly the best player ever, just in case, because <laughs> I love him, obviously. And that wasn't shade. It was just maybe the best rookie season ever. It wasn't just because he was the best player ever. He's very, very good, and he's going to keep being very, very good. But, you know, we, we use strength of schedule when it works, and we just kind of don't when it doesn't. Well, I mean, and to go <laughs> off of exactly what you're saying, Odell Beckham, that one-handed catch that we went viral – that's not the first time and it has happened since, but why have we not been as hyped up on it yet? Like, you know what I mean? It was because it was the narrative of the game and that we didn't expect it. And I think it was a prime time. Game. Like it was just, all it was so combined. aesthetically pleasing to watch. Yes. Though. It was a particularly good example at a particularly know, right time. Again, and he you know was I mean? exceptional, but yeah, I know. now I know exactly what you mean. It adds to it, even though mm -hmm. it doesn't actually add to it for sure. For sure. Kudududu hates Odell Beckham. And uh, we'll write <laughs> that one down. I still think, like, I don't think he stopped being a good player just because he went to Cleveland. I, like, I think mm -hmm. injuries, and I think Cleveland, and I think yeah. Baker Mayfield, who hasn't been bad when you consider the ages he's playing, but he's not Drew Brees, fine. And I don't know, I still Drew have Brees some hope. Drew Brees wasn't Drew Brees last year, so... I mean, you take that group breathe, man. I hate out your mouth. I tried to wait, say that wait, funny and it just screwed up. No, um, I'm a Drew Brees statistical fan. Like okay. as far as accuracy and completion percentage and a quarterback getting it done without having to run the ball in fantasy is a rare freaking thing. Like you got Peyton Manning. <laughs> a gap. 
and then maybe Aaron Rodgers, and then a gap, and Drew Brees. And that's basically the order of non-running. And even Aaron Rodgers freaking runs uh, pretty much at an underrated rate, or at least did early. And like just a pure passing quarterback in the modern era, like it's pretty much Drew Brees. Andrew Luck was kind of doing it. Did you know, this is an old thing that used to strike me, Andrew Luck is about the same size as Cam Newton. Oh, really? No, I didn't Like know we that. look at Cam Newton and think, wow, so big. No wonder he's a good rusher. But yeah. Andrew Luck physically was about as physically impressive. I, I could be wrong about that. Um, I actually I think know. there's some racial overtones that go into us thinking about them, but I don't want to go there. It's just always struck me that Andrew Luck was much more of a passer, but if we were to look at him on a physical metric scale, it's like, that guy, that guy was big. That, mm-hmm. and especially considering maybe how beat up he got. To rip open a yeah, maybe you're like... <laughs> Yeah, right, maybe. All the muscles. I mean, I don't know. That's the thing with Cam Newton too. Is like he's such a character. Yeah, that and he did one, rush. So he's <laughs> one that like when you talk about players and stuff, I let get under my skin. One because I'm a Saints fan and he was our rival. But I'm like, yeah. he's cocky. He's annoying. And so I definitely was never drafting him. I was ignoring the good things that he was doing because I was just like, he just bothers me. He comes into the dome and he's doing all this cocky stuff, you know? And so it's like, I'm definitely less of a numbers person. I love the numbers, but when it comes to the actual game, oh, it's like, it's all about the narrative. It's all about who's the underdog or who has been, I mean, there was that game against the, uh, oh, and they had the no call, the Saints and the Rams. I don't know Mm. if you remember it. It's a big game in my life, but we were there. And before that game, Sean McVay had said, oh, the dome's not that loud. And so it was the loudest it's ever been. People didn't stop screaming. Like, people (laughs) didn't stop screaming. It was constant yelling throughout the entire game. And it's things like that where it's like you get in the narrative, and so it's, like, hard to not feel the the team stuff, you know? I don't know. I get into that. What do they call it in uh, Seahawks, like the 11th man or whatever? The crowd is part of the team. And it's a real thing, yeah. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Also, feeding into narratives, we we love cocky players. Or I personally like. I love like. I love to see a a fella or a lass strut, just like screw you, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. It's it's some there's something deeply satisfying unless you're the rival, and then it's yeah. deeply frustrating. Or but, it's really satisfying when they just make a little mistake, you know, and you're like ha 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 ha. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like good villains make a movie good. I'm I'm convinced of this. But we, we love that cockiness, even if it's to be frustrated at it. But we also love to see a good villain fail. And so when a cocky player finally shows some not, shouldn't have been so cocky, we, 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 we tilt into that hard. It's like, ha, 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 ha. shouldn't so have true. been. It's Odo Beckham kicking a football net and that being, yeah, you know, horrendous right? behavior. But Tom Brady can shout someone in the face because he just keeps winning Super Bowls. And that's yeah. that's good cockiness. Yeah. <laughs> so we love him when on the way up and we like watching him fall down. And unfortunately, that must be a horrible existence. I just realized football players. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that all the time, especially now with social media. I mean, you see these guys posting their DMs and people, oh, people are mad at them because they lost a fantasy game. And it's like... It's- mm his job and he doesn't care about your fantasy, <laughs> you know right. i don't know like the people uh, telling you or, or any of the people on twitter like you told me to play this guy and he didn't do good and i'm like i don't know man i just don't take it that seriously it's fun but you can't be mad at people you know i, I know it's out there but i'm actually partly faking it because I, and i hate to admit this like this is a big omission for me but no one is actually mean to me on social media 
Oh, I'll start then. I'll, I'll, I'll be the first. Hello, Editing Pete here. Uh, editing Pete? Jeez, yeah, that's what we're going with, apparently. Um, I have to cut out the next section of the podcast, because what followed after Kuda Doodle's statement there was the most prolific, profane-laden rant about how... No, I can't do it. Uh, I thought it'd be really funny. I actually thought it'd be a really great end to the podcast, but she also said great things later, so it's not. And I just kind of wanted to highlight and also cut out a huge chunk where I talked for like 10 minutes and said relatively nothing. Um, and so instead, this interlude. How, how are you doing? Okay, back to it. Now, traditionally, we push out sophomore... Run- we want running backs on the come-up, is the way I say it, to try and sound cool and one with the kids. Um, of fantasy Twitter, I guess. Um, and that's Jonathan Taylor and uh, Deonde Devonte, the De- something Smith, um, uh, and uh, Cam Akers. Um, are you really high on them? Are you looking to draft them higher and go in as they're on the come up? Uh, are they your top rookie picks this, or not rookie picks, but startup picks this year? Or that's a good point. So see, Jonathan Taylor has that whole experiential thing with me because I was dogging him for weeks last year when he wasn't doing well. I even posted a picture. I don't know if you'd seen it. It was like the one cool thing that I did, where it was a, a picture of floss that had like whatever, how many yards of floss. And I said that I said that this piece, this floss has had more yards than Jonathan Taylor in the last week, something like that. And so I dogged him and then literally he started doing well. So I felt bad, but it's one of those things where I don't know, like he's one that I think I would like. Cam Akers, I have a soft spot in my heart because I joined as an orphan in this league and I happened to get him and he saved me. So it's like, I'm so into the, the way that they make me feel. It's, it, it's really a bias. Like I'm high on acres because he made me feel good last year. I loved what he did for my team. Jonathan Taylor. I can respect that he's good. And I'm just like where he's at, I'll take him, you know, so, but it's again so, because of my experience. Sorry. You said that. And all I could hear on the head was the slow fade in of Zach Reed from the dynasty dummies podcast, doing a, a way, the way you make me feel cover with <laughs> yeah, Jonathan I mean, Taylor. Like, <laughs> the way you make, I'm not going to sing. It's not going to happen, but Zach Reed it. really needs to get on that. That's it um, for me though. But yeah. So, um, uh, Something I've been trying to target, um, given your redraft experience and how you dominated every league. That's what you said earlier, right? Never lost, never lost, never missed. Well, I don't um, know about that, but every year I won one or two. But yeah, I mean, that's yeah, enough. I, I'm going to cut out the parts where you said reasonable human being things, and it's just going to sound like you fully think you're the best player ever. Just so you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Something I've been trying to get better at targeting is not the running back on the come up. Like last year was David Montgomery. We mentioned him. Um do you have anyone that you think we're low on because he's getting older? He's in his second. I mean, Joe Mixon's getting thrown around. Is finally going to happen, maybe, or anyone like that? I don't know. He's. I one don't that, think like, so, but he's one that I'm low on. But everyone's starting to think he might be something. I don't know. He's one that I'm not going to draft. Fair enough. Uh, Is one like that know. that you might be a little more given the coup de no. What we got? Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> Everyone is, well, I say everyone, I, and this is also my bias from the Saints, but people are low on Kamara now because we don't have Drew Brees. Fair. We had the Taysom Hill like slump, whatever you want to call it. But I personally think he's talented. I think they're going to run him. I think he's not, not that I think people are not thinking he's talented, but they're going to let him slip in drafts. And he's not a guy that I'm going to let get past me. I think there's something to the point that 
Kamara is a receiving running back and they don't age necessarily the same way rushing running backs age or their fear of it might not be as good. But he's reaching that age part of his career where the value right now is probably as high as it's going to be. And so people start selling. Um, but I love all players because I like points. So I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, is Drew Brees gone, by the way? Is he dead now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's either, oh, no. Taysom, it's either Taysom or Jameis Winston, but I think it's Jameis Winston because why would we do – I? Why? Yeah, no, no, no. That that was a complete comment yeah. there. Because Taysom Hill, why would you? I think that's full of that. Like, why, I mean, why would I you? Think <laughs> he was. I think he did great last year. He was what we needed, but I think it was because he knew the playbook better. But we need him as like that sneaky guy that can do whatever we need in the moment. And so, why would we put him as the QB one? I have no idea. I don't know. So. Yeah, I don't do quarterback. It's like it seems like a mystery to me, but I do seem to feel pretty confident that Taysom Hill isn't a quarterback for some reason. And so, um, I know someone uh, said that uh, <laughs> I read on Twitter and most authoritative source. That's how good my quarterback of research is. I just trust what people say on Twitter. And someone know. said that Jameis Winston is basically Patrick Mahomes with worse luck. So I'm oh, going with that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Deep ball quarterback. That. He just gets more interceptions, and they're all luck. Anyway, that's probably the yeah. same. That's well, probably the whole narrative now is that he has LASIK surgery, right? So he can. Oh, see he can better. see now. No wonder. Yeah. No wonder. And he was just throwing it down the field blind before, and now he'll be able to see. That's that's the that's... theory. So I'm hoping that it's true. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Um, are you drafting him based on that, or is no, that no. just a hope no, no, for your no, no, team? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. I thought so. Maybe. <laughs> But hey, you know, Alvin Kamara catches the ball pretty close to the line of scrimmage. I mean, even a couple of good contacts and we'll be good. I yeah. think for Alvin I, Kamara. I am least, nervous a little bit for Michael Thomas, though. Just I'm weirded out by people's hatred of Michael Thomas. Well, like he's going him. in the fourth round right now. Yeah. I don't hate him and I think that's low, but I'm I get the nerves because Drew is kind of that guy that relied on who he wanted. And I don't know who Jameis is going to want because we didn't see anything with him on the team other than a couple. I think he might have maybe had seven completions last year. That was it. So I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. I know. Maybe I'm just uh, misremembering. But I seem to remember a gap between Jimmy Graham and uh, Michael Thomas where Drew Brees spread the ball around a little bit more and there well, were no significant games. fantasy assets. Yeah, yeah. He has so, his games where it's unpredictable and he's using people you've never heard of. And uh, yeah, he has those games for sure. I, my default is Jimmy Graham is great and Michael Thomas is great, and that's why they were getting focused on. But I get what you mean. I mean, Drew Brees, if he wants to make a trash can fantasy relevant, he's going to. I mean, like, just Willie sit Steve it at the end was, of the field yeah. and he'll hit it. So, yeah. Willie yeah, Steve yeah. was something for a little while. I mean, that's you know, true. Been, that's true. I do think he was good. Which I love Benjamin Watson, but he was he was a big deal too for a few weeks, you know? So, I don't know. He was really athletic. I'm just throwing it out there. He's a good <laughs> might guy. Be, he's a good guy too. It might be about these great people, but... um. Okay, yeah, I, I get you. I, I also kind of, well, I really like Nick Chubb because I thought he was fairly efficient on a, a lower role than we expected. But then I found out everyone loves Nick Chubb. Like he's a top 12 quarterback, <laughs> yeah. running back, not quarterback. quarterback. He plays running back, I'm pretty sure, um, <laughs> right now. And that's not a vet. That's that's like the ceiling. <laughs> so yeah. I, I need people to forget. Nick Chubb's really old, guys. Uh, you should stop drafting him. That's we need to push his ADP down a little bit. So yeah, if you remember, could get on August that, twenty six, we got this. Get that Bad TikTok audience. 
uh, hating on Nick Chubb a little bit, but um, yeah. yeah. National Tank Day, August 26th. We're going to do it. Oh, yeah. You were the person who asked me that. That, I was copying you again. This whole idea (laughs) came up because I was trying to create. Someone has said that before. It's not just me. Uh, With you. I'm I'm trying to find something that you say that I don't like, and that because I really don't like agreeing with people this much. So I'm going to keep fishing. Wait, wait, no, I have one for you. Milk or cereal first? Which one? I don't eat it. Oh, that's weird. Are you any cereal? I don't. I drink coffee and uh, I smoke. That's There's pretty no much my sustenance. In your bones? Like- I like apples. I eat a mm-hmm. lot of apples and uh, okay. hey, uh, this is going to be another one of those things that clips really well, but I eat a lot of nuts. I guess I could call them by that. Like I eat a lot of cashews and peanuts. I guess that would sound better, but they're <laughs> It's no, not really like funny. a bird at this point than a human being. Just gonna lean in at this point, yeah. <laughs> that man is a mean machine right there. Um, <laughs> but no, um, I don't. Uh, I, I used to when I was a kid, and I was definitely cereal then milk. But I've seen that TikTok, and it made me laugh. So now I am not mad. I, I like that doesn't make thing. me upset. I don't. People disagree. get mad. That's the best part of it all. Is I keep doing it because people get so mad. I know, right? That's it's like it's just cereal. Yep. burn in hell you serial second (laughs) person and that's just so funny what are you working on right now where can people find you are you writing for someone or other than tiktok where you're killing it is there somewhere we can view this amazing rookies don't use their muscles content (laughs) (laughs) i haven't written in a while just because just like with everything else if i have an idea and it's fun i'll write i have a few things on fantasy intervention like three articles there i think but currently I'm not writing. My big thing, like I said, my interest is these petite pods right now that are real short because there's no plan to it. And I just send people like three or four questions in their DMs and they send me the videos and we go from there. And that's about it. I don't know. But they're like two minutes long. And I don't know how you do that because I try and get this show 30 minutes long. And I don't I do not do well at that. So I don't know how you cut everything down that's, to two see, that's minutes. The thing. That's all on people sending it i just send them three or four questions and they give me stuff and we just go from there so it's all on them they're they're funny and smart and it just i don't know such a good idea as youtube fantasy content and it's so easy to just watch a quick petite pot and the little breaks with the little i don't know if you noticed because i've been covering it up pretty well but like this is such an amateur racket we don't even have real drops like you might not know but i'm making them up live on the fly but you have like uh, like little musical interludes which must take up at least 15 seconds and they're still only two minutes long and so quick and sharp and funny and i love them and i hate most of the people on them obviously because they're all great and uh yeah 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 i love everything well, about that means them. a lot that really does because like it just started from being silly (laughs) no it really does it really does like anytime people tell me they like it i'm like well good because i'm just out here being silly so as long as y'all like it i'll keep doing it i guess i'm like like i said unless i get bored you definitely should um and if you like a trickle check them out they're on youtube i assume they're just on youtube is this like youtube only content on my yeah they're on yeah, no, they're just on YouTube. That's right. Because they're too big. I couldn't figure out how to do it to Twitter. So I had to make a YouTube. <laughs> I had to put them on YouTube because I'm not super savvy. So um, they're high quality productions. Obviously, I send the videos out to my production team and they get it done, you know. But yep. So it's on YouTube. You can find it somewhere. I don't know. Look it up. Google. <laughs> Google. 
and I'm sure it'll come up somewhere. Yeah, just check out the Kudo Doodle feed. She she tweets them out occasionally, and I definitely like them. So I guess you can check out my Twitter feed. And um, so yeah, thanks for that, and thanks for coming on this pod to rambly talk to a guy who has no plan. No, I had and, a good time. So yeah, I really appreciate it, Kudo. It was, it was amazing to get to talk to you. Hopefully, we'll bump into each other in the fish I'm, I'm really giving up on that swimming metaphor but i do yeah. hope to get another chance to talk to you um because i i really do enjoy your work keep doing things that you enjoy apparently because that's apparently something i enjoy so thanks very much and uh thanks everyone or anyone for checking out the dynasty crossroads this week and um, we'll, i'll talk to you again next week thanks bye yeah Chicken a crow, chicken a crow, crossing the road, go. Clicking a poll, Twitter is gold, player unfold, so. Jake on the table and they on the plays, though. Pete enumerates the plays, they're analytical. Picking my nose, don't really know if I like that. Picking their brains, got different lanes, but I like that. Picking these guys, all of these times, all of these nice stats. Picking apart, the film is an art, always a fight back and forth. There is no order, they disorder more and more because the players ain't no older. They some hoarders or some mortars, dropping bombs without no borders. They got that, I, I like mortar. Peak grinding numbers like molars, I don't know anymore. I am at a crossroads. Chicken a crow, chicken a crow, crossing the road, go. Clicking a poll, Twitter is gold, player unfold, so. Jake on the table and they on the plays, though. He enumerates the plays, they're analytical. Chicken a crow, chicken a crow, crossing the road, go. Clicking a poll, Twitter is gold, player unfold, so. Jake on the table and they on the plays, though. He enumerates the plays, they're analytical.